Elaine. Do you have a moment? It's about your lover. Oh, yeah. I know all about his little performance in the break room. Oh, Elaine. Who among us hasn't snuck into the break room to nibble on a love Newton? Love Newton? I'm afraid the problem with Zack is more serious. He's back on the horse, Elaine. Smack. White Palace. The Chinaman's nightcap. An addict? Well, it just keeps getting better. And in a tiny way, I almost feel responsible. I'm the one who sent him to Thailand in search of low-cost whistles. Filled his head with pseudo-erotic tales of my own opium excursions. Plus, I gave him some phone numbers of places he could score near the hotel. Look, Mr. Peterman, the fact is I was planning on breaking up with Zack anyway. He was cheating on me! Damn it, Elaine! That wasn't Zack. That was the Yam Yam. Now he is going cold turkey. And you will be at his side. Oh. Well, you know, I had a plan- No buts, Elaine. Or I will strip you of your associate status. Uh, P.S. The first 24 hours are the worst. Better bring a poncho. July 15th, 2012. Hello, folks. Hi. We're Hi. back. Hi, y'all. Hi, y'all. Be, be doing. Did you miss us? Hi, you be. Be you how. Okay, then. You how be. It has been three weeks. It has been. We are sorry. We are? Well, that just seems like a long time. Well, you know, there's... It, there's things. That we do. What? We're busy. Oh, my God. Could we just get on with this? Sure. Yeah. Okay. I have no idea where to start. Okay. Guess we're done. See y'all <laughs> later. Okay. No, we'll start with this piece of news. Um, Back in... Oh, when did we have the picnic? Was it June? May? We had it a little later. We have it earlier. We had it earlier. It was May. It was early May. Um, I don't know if you, you may recall us mentioning at some point somewhere or other that uh, Jared Page, who is now the director on The Kingery. Yes. Uh, he came to the picnic with his girlfriend and uh, he proposed at Disneyland and they got engaged there. It was very sweet. Yes. Or, yes. Or with all the pendulums around, you know, it was, it was very and, lovely. And yes. And, and yes. And, and yes. Well, I just wanted to throw out there that now he's married. Just a couple weeks ago, they got married. It was very sweet. They are and totally legally married. So, Jared and, and Catherine, stuff. congratulations very much. That's right. That's awesome. Yes. They are great people, and it was great being there when they got engaged, and, and I'm sure it was a very lovely wedding they had. So, congratulations. And yay! Yay, indeed. All right. Let us see. Um, let's talk a little bit about some of the, uh, upcoming shows that we've got in development. Okay. Okay. So, um, I wanted to say that both Dragon Blink and Teresa Keller have turned in their, uh, first draft pilot scripts for their upcoming superhero shows that are in a shared universe with each other. And those have been edited and sent back for revisions. Uh, just a normal pendant editing process. And so that's uh, that's good. They're well on their way. They're each going to get to six episodes, end of the first season, and uh, get all of those revised, and then we'll go into casting and stuff. So those are definitely marching along. Yes. Um, the noir detective spoof show that Anna Rodriguez is writing, I think she said she's got four scripts done now out of ten. 
She didn't tell me any such thing. I think it was four. Uh, these are the short format scripts. Each episode's only like five minutes. They're the little funny spoof things. Um, so she's almost halfway done with her first season of those. And then uh, that will go into casting and production. So those are moving along nicely. And we have a new pitch from Toby Bennett, a uh, another superhero show that's very different from the others that we have. And it's something folks have been asking us about uh, if we would have something like this for years. A, a uh, superhero team show. Like a group, uh, you know, like with a group mm-hmm. dynamic, not just like a solo character. Right. And he's got a lot of uh, really cool little, um, I don't even, I don't know what to call them. I was going to say twists, but they're not necessarily twists. But it's, um, I don't know how to say this. I should have like written Features? something else. No. He's got Details? A, maybe. He's got a very interesting take on it. And there's, it's a very, uh, it's very new and fresh. And it's something that you really haven't seen before. And I really dig it. So um, I'm very excited by it. And I've seen the uh, first... In development now. Yes, I've seen the... uh, We've gone through the entire pitching process. And I have seen the uh, entire first season outline, which uh, we're now working on and tweaking, getting ready. And I'm guessing he'll probably start on the um, pilot script for that soon. So you have that to look forward to as well. So that's very cool, yes? Very, very, very cool. Cool! It's cool. And, um, you know, we should talk a little bit about seminar. All right, go ahead. What, do, what would you like to talk about? Well, you know, I feel now that, you know, I'm I'm reviewing submissions and things. And yes. people are still a little confused about seminar. And I think that perhaps I might be making some updates to that section of the website about it and stuff. Yes, you have sent me some information you would like me to update about submitting seminar scripts. So some of the things about seminar, it's like things you should know. One of the things you should know is that... We have a little theme song. (laughs) Seminar, things you should know. That's very nice. Very nice. Maybe we'll use that. Okay? So, maybe this will be a segment. Things you should know. Anyway. um, For example, like, when you're submitting to seminar, it helps to be somewhat familiar with some of Pendant's shows. Sometimes when people are submitting to seminar, it seems they have never listened to a single thing that Bendit makes. There are a few people that submit things sometimes that way. Well, sure, but they're writers and they're looking for places to and submit their you work. You know what? That's totally fine. Right. But there's some certain things that Pendant does and, you know, that is a little bit different. So, like, we don't do all old-time radio dramas. So, like, you're not going to find a ton of stuff with, let's say, a narrator. Mm-hmm. That's not very common. No. It's not something we even prefer to use, it, unless it's something where we're, like, spoofing it, such as in Dixie Stenberg. So, if you've got, like, an audio show that you're making heavy use of a narrator, it just tonally doesn't really... It it, it may not fit in with the, the general convention of pendant is what i'm saying and we may ask you to change it and speaking of asking for changes that's another thing everybody who submits to seminar seminar you you get (laughs) things you should know okay yes um you get edited like you will edits will be requested of you so you may have to do a few drafts to get it in the format and in the style and in the page count. And, you know, we do give you feedback and work with you on that. But it's not something where you throw a script in and it's a yes or no and that's the end of it. Like, I will respond to you and give you suggestions if you do want to submit something again. And it is totally fine to turn in another draft and turn in another one after that. These are things that are 
okay. It is not saying that you're not ready for this or that you're a bad writer or anything like that. It's just totally just the process. All of Penn and Show's are edited. Everybody gets edited. Even us. Yeah. Even the things that we write are edited. It's true. By someone. By editors, yes. And probably by each other and then by another editor. So it's just the process. That's how we do things. So I hope that is helpful. And um, remember, it's 3 to 15 pages for seminar scripts. And you just send them right along. And I will let you know what I think. And I am trying to turn them around real quick for you so that you, you guys all have time to make edits and changes and, you know, do justice to your work. And we want to do justice to your work, too. So we just... All want to be happy together, and I'll hug everybody, and yay. I can't believe you're still talking. So, wow. please send your submissions to scripts at pennantaudio.com. Thank you. Still going. You done now? Yes. Okay. Really? That was too long? Seminar things you now know. That's okay, sure. Okay, and there's a couple of things that I wanted to mention the, that happened um, I believe it was sort of like right after the last episode of TWIP, or it might have been between when we recorded the last one and when it aired or something like that. It, the news that Irrelevant, happened. Irrelevant, move on. Jeez. <laughs> I'm trying to speed it up. I wanna, oh, you're trying to speed it up after you blah, 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 seminar, blah, 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 hugs, hugs, seminar, hugs, blah, blah. Thank you. Yes. That is exactly what it was. And that's how you sound. <laughs> ah, blah, 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 blah. It's like Charlie Brown teachers. You know what? Just edit that in. <laughs> just stop talking there because I'm going to cut off what you said and actually put in some of that. So. Oh, it sounded great, I'm sure. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Yes. A couple weeks back, I once again uh, appeared on the Fanboy Scoop over at fanboycomics.net. It's a sort of pop culture geek news show where we discuss like the five biggest news things from... The week at hand, I was in episode 66. It's my third appearance on the show. I told them I wasn't going to rest now until I became the Alec Baldwin to their SNL. I see. Um, but yeah, we discussed a bunch of good stuff. Uh, I, I managed to work Superman into three of the five topics, although one of them... <laughs> okay, one of them was actually about him. Yes, that is true. Okay, and I worked him into two others because that's what I do. Right. And on one of the ones, uh, one of the other ones, I worked in Queen, so I'm just hitting all of my big fandoms, you know. Nice. I, I can't help myself. Uh-huh. So anyway, if you want to check that out, stop by fanboycomics.net and check out the Fanboy Scoop. Uh, it, it, actually, it's a great show. You should check out any of them, but it, my, the most recent one I was in was episode 66, if you want to check that one out, too. Yep, then you can hear Jeffrey going blah, 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 blah. Yeah, because you don't hear enough of that. Nope. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> And also, uh, very near when that last episode of Trip came out, we once again met Big Pendant fan Jordan and had lunch with him. We sure did. He's a really, really nice guy. And uh, uh, there was a little bit of awkwardness because I don't know how to do that handshake thing that he tried to do. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not as cool as Jordan. You know that handshake thing that guys do? That man. Whatever it is. The man shake. I don't know what it is. <laughs> no one ever told me. I've just seen people do it and been like, wow, that looks cool. How do you do it? I didn't know. He tried to do it. We ended up holding hands. It was it was a good time. <laughs> but, um, you know, he didn't make me feel bad about it. So he's, he's a classy guy. Yes. But anyway, it was very nice to see him again. So uh, we look forward to meeting up with him again the next time he's out this way. Yes. Okay. And there's this other thing I wanted to mention that was a discussion that happened on our 
um, mailing list, our Yahoo mailing list uh, a week or two ago, people talking about the ratings on the pendant shows because they wanted stuff that was good for their kids and didn't know what they should listen to. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Um, we have shows that are, are for mature audiences like The Kingery and Once Upon a Time in Vegas and The Line. And we have shows that are for uh, a more general audience, like Dixie Stenberg and Brassy Battalion and Red Sands Investigations and um, Genesis Avalon. And, uh, uh, but, you know, some people were, weren't were sure about Genesis Avalon because there's like demons in it and there's some kind of, you know, serious topics and stuff. And, you know, use your best judgment. Listen to the shows first, is what we say. Get Listen to a good four or five episodes. Get a feel for where the show kind of sits and if you think it's appropriate for your kids or not, you know? Well, yes, yeah, just like television, the rating is a general guideline. Right. But really, if you think it might be possibly not appropriate for someone, you should probably listen to it yourself first and make your judgment before, you know. Right. You should absolutely check it out yourself and see. And I also wanted to mention Seminar because specifically on the Seminar uh, page on our website at PendantAudio.com, it says that the show is rated R. And we do that as sort of a safety catch-all because Seminar is open to all genres and all levels of content. And so some of the episodes do have very adult themes or, you know, stories for mature audiences. Right. But there are also many of them that are perfectly fine for kids or for young adults or younger people. And so um, your best bet there is to just check out Seminar on an episode-by-episode basis. Now, we have tried very hard to make sure um, that all of the episodes that have adult content and it have a mature content warning at the beginning uh this yes. is also on the kingery and the line and uh, once upon a time in vegas there's a warning at the beginning and so every seminar episode that has uh shorts that are for mature audiences should have that warning at the beginning of it now uh you should still check them before you know putting your kids in front of one of them just in case we accidentally missed one i don't think we did but you know just be safe but there are plenty of seminar episodes also that are very would be very good for you know young adults or Mm -hmm. teens or kids like that so just check that out on an episode by episode basis there's good some good stuff in there too yeah yeah so that that was that was yeah it was a good discussion to have it was and so i thought i'd mention it here for folks listening so that they could you Mm -hmm. know be so you can be sure that they're enjoying as much pendant as possible that's right because you just can't get enough Ooh. Oh. The rating is going up on this. Wait, that sounded really bad. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. All right, the last thing we have for this week is a uh, brief update we wanted to throw out there about our Dixie Stenberg and Brassy Battalion comic book that we funded through Kickstarter. Thanks to all you awesome folks out there who contributed. Um. Let's see, what did we post? We made a blog update uh, on the Kickstarter page this past week. Very recently. Uh, yeah, it had been a while because we've been kind of busy, you know. Lots of stuff going on. Um, but let's see what good stuff was in there. Uh, artist Jerry Gaylord, who is also uh, the main penciler on Fanboys vs. Zombies at Boom Studios, uh, the yes. comic book. He worked Dixie into the background of a panel in issue two. Yes. Which is awesome. So you absolutely have got to check that out. Yeah, you can see her on the wall with her goggles. It's awesome. It's totally awesome. So if you if you have a copy of that or can find a copy, check it out. You'll find her in there. It's totally cool. And you really, can... you should just pick up the first two issues of Fanboys vs. Zombies anyway, because they're freaking awesome. And you could, if you go to the... Um... Dude, there's like a demon hot dog. 
Okay. It is I... the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Can I keep going now? Yes, I just want to tell everyone. It's just the if coolest thing like I've ever seen ever. If you would like to see a bit of, uh, um, well, if you'd like to see exactly where she is in which panel or whatever, there's a uh, pr- uh, a sample of it up on the Dixie Kickstarter blog page uh, before coloring, just the pencils and the inks. But if you go to kickstarter.com and search for Dixie Stenberg, you'll find our page with the blog and, and you can see a little sample of it there. So that's very cool. And um, all of the comics that need to be signed and the prints that people got as part of their rewards for their donations have all been shipped off and are off with Jerry and Peng Peng and Brian Turner. For signature. For signature. See, you just made it sound like we sent them out to everybody. That's right. We sent them to those people. They get all your comics. You get nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's That would be a great Kickstarter. Pay to send other people comics. <laughs> um, but no, they're going to sign everything and, and send it back next week after San Diego. Although yes. by the time you're hearing the San Diego Comic-Con is just winding down on the last day. But in any case, they'll be signing them the week after that and sending them back to us. And once we get them all... We will be shipping them out to folks. So hopefully in the next three to four weeks sometime, they should all be arriving. We will, of course, be letting everyone know as soon as they're all in the mail. Yes, I will solicit many of you for your mailing addresses. Yes, and those will go out with the um, uh, the patches that we we were able to add in due to going over our original goal and... And the prints and the comics or whatever else you got because of your reward level. You'll be getting all that stuff. And as part of the rewards, we said that in an episode of TWIP, all the people who donated past, what was it, $5, I think, was the lowest reward level, got their names read off in TWIP. And guess what? We are in TWIP. And this is the episode. It's going to happen right now. So as soon as I can find, where's your, um, oh, there it is. I was wondering if you were going to find it. Oh, just be quiet. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So we've got a nice long list of names to read off. We want to just alternate one at a time. We'll just switch back and forth. Okay. Okay. So you want to start first or should I go first? I will start. You will start. With Tom Beckis. And Debbie and Wally Bailey. Chris Barton. Landon Bell. Nelson Last Android Beers. Michael Berganzi. Karen Beesbor. Dragon X Blink and Diane Trout. Marty Brangle. Josh Bridges. Bob Burkhart. Paul and Deanna Burkhart. Lynn Cullen. Justin Dagnall. Justin Dobby. Josh Farley. Thaddeus Fry. Kim Giannopoulos. Jordan Gottlieb. Tracy Hall. Anakin Hardin. Damian Haywood. Melissa Hearn. Joseph Joukowsky. Jerry James. Hannah Jang Condal. Jill Johnson. John Johnson. Teresa Keller. Colin J. Kelly. Mark Kilfoyle. Michael King. Jacqueline Klein. Dennis LaChapelle. Paul Lavelle. Patrick Lewis. Darian Lindell. Julie Lindsay. Jennifer Martinez. Pete Mylan. Eduardo Moreno. Brian M. Oldham. Kevin O'Shea. Jared Page. Megan Presley. Cat Pride. Joseph Quander III. Anna Rodriguez. Joel Rowan. Christopher D. Sanford. Seth Adamsher. R. Francis Smith. Dan Teets. John Tollerton. Steves Tremblay. Lothar Tuppen. Jacqueline Vergara. Jane Walter. Matt Weller. Perry Whittle. The Zager Family. And Mark Zarekor. Thank you to all of you awesome honorary members of Brassy Battalion. You rule! You all made some Dixie magic. Magic. Magical magic. It's magical. Thank you! Oh, you you know it's good. Oh my, Mr. Awesome. 
That's not Mr. Awesome. It was almost. That's the commercial announcer from Dixie. You know, I never noticed how close the commercial announcer was to Mr. Awesome. Mr. Awesome is much more low key. <laughs> he doesn't have the energy level. Ah. Dixie Stenberg comic is awesome. <laughs> but you see, the commercial announcer would be like, oh, that comic is sure a cocker. I'll tell you what. Okay. See? Yes. Oh, it's good. We salute you, good Americans. Oh, that was oh. wrong. Oh, there. Whoa. That was much better. Oh, it's been a while. <laughs> I miss him. Huntington Beach, California, home of Renee Christine Jones, whom you know as Dixie Stenberg, and Omcat Industries presents the Dixie Stenberg and Barassi Battalion Adventure Theater, a pendant production. Socks in The Kingery, which she also co-writes, and Tessa in Once Upon a Time in Vegas, which she co-wrote and directed. Slash writes. You know, present tense. Slash Less so than past tense. Right. Slash future tense. Welcome back to Twip Renee. Hi, thank you. Um, let's talk about Dixie first, because Dixie! Is awesome. We love Dixie. We all love Dixie, and we Hello miss Dixie. Dixie. it. This is the thing I th- I'm going to start trying to do. What's your favorite Dixie moment? Dixie moment? Yeah, like your favorite moment playing Dixie. <sighs> well, I could go all actory and say, like, you know, it was uh, the episode with Pete Mylan as Freudenberg, where I really had to dig deep and do all of those things and just really dig down and really explore my character. I could say that, but honestly, one of my favorite things is when we just got really silly, (laughs) (laughs) remarkably silly things. So basically the credits in every episode. Yeah, pretty much. I remember at one point I, uh, the, the villains had done the, uh, the villain cackle. Yeah, the, the cackle... The cackle parties. The cackle parties. And uh, I had made this ad lib where I, like, cackled, but really, really badly mm-hmm. as Dixie. And what, what? I don't get to go to the cackling parties? <sighs> Fine. And, like... And it wound up in the end of an episode. It did, actually. <laughs> I, you know, I, like, just re-listen... I'm doing a great big re-listen right now. And um, that's, like, right after Dixie falls in the goo. Yes, the goo. The goo. I swear, some of the stuff they sold on the show. Oily purification jelly. Yes. Oh, God. Cranath, it's a hat for your cranium. <laughs> the self-lighting candles. That was funny. Umkola. Umkola. Ugh. Happy Homemaker's Jubilation Cake Mix. Yeah. Umket Green. Okay, we could just list a bunch of Umket products that I wish really existed, but... Iridated soy flour. Oh, I want that so bad. I hope you don't. <laughs> dental cream. Non-dental cream. I don't know. At one point, I can't remember. I'm not sure if it was actually one of the Umket products, but I, I clearly remember... Misfortune Divine going, I can't feel my fingers. <laughs> Misfortune <laughs> couldn't feel anything. Though, you know, you know, yeah. 
Or a misfortune divine. Or a misfortune divine. Aha! It is I. Okay. Um, the amazing Noel. <laughs> he's amazing. Oh, we could just sit here and make Dixie references all day. But uh, we can't. <laughs> what was the, what was the hardest thing you had to do as Dixie? The end lines. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. Oh okay. God, the Tourette's uh, moments. <laughs> oh, the end lines. Oh, I thought you meant like the last lines you ever did for Dixie. Oh, but yeah, like the subaqueous substratum. Yeah. Although that, I think that was an episode title. Anyway. Um, <laughs> oh my god, it was. Okay. I, I'm i impressed. It is 1.30 in the morning. Um, nice. You also played play socks on the Kingery, who was yeah. up to all sorts of things this season. Oh god, yes. For a character who was introduced relatively later down the line, she sure, she sure gotten a lot of stuff done. You know what I mean? Oh Done. yeah. Plus, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> they um they threatened at one point to make a T-shirt for me that um says I don't like blank, you know. Mm. Um, insert any of the phallic uh, references right here. Oh God, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, twit people. I'm sorry. It's really late. I didn't mean that. I didn't mean it's it. The way it's like it's a sad. Vegas email I got from you two oh once that said our inboxes are always open, and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. good. Yep, yep. That was totally unintentional. I didn't mean that. Anyway, they threatened to give me that that shirt that says I don't like, and uh, and I told them that that would cut my uh, dating prospects down quite a bit. Um. <laughs> You know, if I wore that out there. And, yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I thoroughly enjoy playing probably the only lesbian on the King Ray. Well. Well, she might be. I don't know. Nature. Yeah, nature. What are the nature, nature, nurture. It doesn't matter. What no, no, no. Major. The mage. The major. She's, uh, she's, she's. She swings both ways. Yeah. Yep. That's the mage for you. Uh, it's the mage. Don't don't mention that episode of the Kingery to M. She doesn't like to talk about Nobody it. Nobody likes to talk about that episode of the Kingery. Although four ten, which I wrote, apparently is getting some major uh, eyebrow lifts. You mean five ten? Five ten. Five ten. I wrote four ten too, actually. Oh. No, Golly. No, I didn't. Oh. What did I write? Oh crap! I can't remember. Uh oh. Never mind. No, I have, a, there's a couple of 10s. So yes, 510. 5'10 is actually getting a, a couple of people rather angry with me. What? 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 Eat candy at midnight. Eat! Pardon me. Sorry. Daughter issues. Oh, God, this interview is going to go like one of the Vegas commentaries. Anyway. <laughs> okay, every every trip interview is a Vegas commentary. This is true. Um, Kind of. Uh, right. Kingery. If only, in the, if only in the sense that there's... Okay, yeah, Kingery. Um, we will get on topic. Kingery. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
510 is raising a lot of eyebrows. What happens in 510? Because that came out, and uh, I'm just blanking a lot. The 510. Oh, oh. Oh. Is that the one with Tom and... And Maddie and... Yeah. Bath time with Mommy and... Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, and and poor, uh, poor yeah. Richard Casto in the background as... That's like Richard well. Casto's... Richard Casto, dude, your life... Is like that extra character who gets up to all the naughty stuff and then you have to deal with it. <laughs> like, think about it. The line, too, dude. Yeah. Ah. Uh, Richard. <laughs> Welcome to the life of Richard Casto. This is where you've fallen. Guy in the background with the creepy fetishes. Um, <laughs> we love you, Richard. Um, okay. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Kingery, I write for it. I play socks. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> oh, this is the most random interview. Um, yeah, I, I, I enjoy writing for the Kingery. It's fun. Um, what do you want to know? I well, what has been what has been the best moment for you playing socks? <laughs> I'm going to do this from now on. What is the best moment for you playing socks? Oh, um, any, any time I get flustered and frustrated as socks is amazingly fun. Um, she's just, she's so, she's so much fun to torture, which is probably why the King rewriters like to do it. Um, also, um, she's, I, it, it's not so much because she's just so much fun to play. The best moment is, uh, just, it, it's just so, uh, it, it, there are too many that I can't choose because she's just so fun to play. Mm-hmm. And I, I love that story. I was like, oh, well, we need someone to extrapolate too all right we need someone <laughs> to be stupid so that we can uh and we can explain what's going on to the audience without it being a major issue and lo and behold here comes a major Fox, issue, a major issue. Uh, <laughs> uh, we've made way too many jokes about major yeah it's a major problem okay go on um so that's how that that came about is that Perry needed somebody stupid so that they could explain what was going on without too much exposition. And, uh, I guess I was just so adorably stupid. (laughs) But like he, she had to go, I mean, like now that you've explained it to her, she had to go on to the rest of the episodes and the season and then she just didn't go away. Yeah, no, she didn't go away. And she freaks out so funny. Just freaks out so insanely funny, and yeah, and she's it, it, she's incredibly wonderful to torture. But then the uh, king rewriters feel sorry for her and do nice things for her. <laughs> like Pete in this last one, he he says that he gave uh, socks a client that she actually enjoys. Um. And it's because he felt sorry for her. <laughs> it's true, though. Like, seriously? Major's life... Or, Major... Wow. Sox's life would be, like... 
Oh man. I, oh god, then life of sucks. I like her. I she is quickly becoming my favorite character to play. Well, she's my only character that I play right now. Um, uh, apart from Tessa and that will Lady be me up again. Uh, Lady Macduff, I haven't gotten the lines for, but I will. Um, but um, because she really doesn't have her own agenda, she's just all about doing her job and doing it well mm-hmm. and it, she reserves the right to bitch about it but you know she really doesn't have a, a hidden agenda she just wants to do a good job for the Arkell family no big deal you know just good because that's exactly what the boss is looking for that's what the boss is looking for the boss is always looking for you know what I'm saying um <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying. No. Um, <laughs> Neither do I. <laughs> we, mentioned, we mentioned Vegas, and then with Vegas comes Tessa. Tessa. Yes. Yay, Tessa. This is my David O. impression. It's terrible. I'm sorry, David. This is <laughs> I give him so much crap for his American accent, and it's actually really good. It's just, yeah. you know, it's like when he, when he started, uh, he had said, now please, I want you to be really tough on me about this American accent because I really want to do it really well. And so we were the line Nazis. And I don't think uh, he's ever forgiven us. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. But he's got to have some great moments. Yes! And of course he's like consistently been battling for that sexiest voice pending. He still hasn't gotten it. Yes, he did. I mean, he did. He got it. But he got it for Sam. He got it for Sam. So all he has to do is speak in his own accent, or at least you know an accent he's familiar with. And mm-hmm. suddenly, he's sexiest voice. Go figure. Be yourself, and you'll be sexy. Or that at least le- that—that that is the lesson learned today. <laughs> wow. Le- lesson learned. Happy Sunday, everybody. You see, I've learned uh... something today. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Tessa. Right. What is what is your favorite moment playing Tessa? Yelling, 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 screaming at the top of my lungs, uh, obscenities and and such screaming, just being, uh, just being that word that we're never ever gonna say in yep. conjunction with Vegas. Nope, that word will never be used. Nope. It's been used in a couple reviews, but it will never, never, ever be said. Nope. Um. Now, was there an episode where you were like sick as a dog, and like had to end up recording, and it kind of worked out? I'm trying to remember what that. Yes. Was. <laughs> the Christmas one. No. Um. Uh, no. What happened one, think. was. No? Uh, or there no. was a thing with a Christmas tree. No? Um. That one. That one actually was before the one that I had gotten sick on. And that's episode 16. It's called Homecoming. And um, the like I said the, in the commentary was that the last time you had seen Tessa, she was lost out in the snow. And so the next time you heard her, she's like, yeah, <laughs> I've got a cold. So it's like I had this ridiculous like cold and I sounded so awful. And I'm like. 
I, oh, I can't do this. I sound terrible. And um, we just chalked it up to, no, 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 it makes sense. She was outside dying in the snow. She obviously caught a cold. It works. It worked. Yeah, it works. It also was the episode that Jeff, like, proposed to Tessa, and it was, like, all romantic-y and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, he did it while she was dying of a cold. He's a romantic good, good type of fellow. Good job, Jeff. Right? Good, good job, timing, dude. Good timing. Although Jeff's really not the master of timing. No. <laughs> nope. I'm just going to walk down this alley. Hector just killed somebody. That's okay. We'll walk down the alley. No worries. <laughs> no, that was Tessa's idea. She's like, do you smell something? <sighs> Tessa. I was like, no. <laughs> God, I adore that. That's funny as hell. <laughs> I used to get like people coming up to me and going, "Hey, you're right for Vegas. Hello, beautiful. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. Oh, hello, beautiful. You know what? You're not as sexy as you think you are. So, uh, yeah, okay. Hello, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Hello, See, it's, hello, because, it's because they're not being themselves. Yeah, it's not because they're not being themselves. Uh, but it was just, you know, it was like, I I don't know how many times I've heard Hello Beautiful, like, aimed at me. And mm. I'm not sure how many times people have asked David Alt to say Hello Beautiful. Yeah, but with David, it's like, I mean, I got him. Oh, no, I haven't interviewed him yet. Oh, crap. You know, it's, it's time zones. Time zones are fun. Uh, yeah, time zones. It's like... What is it? You're on the East Coast, so it's like... No, I'm in the Midwest. Oh, so you're like six hours behind him. Yep. I really... It makes it, it makes it, transatlantic interviews fun. Yeah, oh yeah. Because oh, I yeah. must get up at 1 a.m. so that you have just gotten up. Yeah. Yeah, yep. That's, I, I've, I've only done two trans-ocean interviews. Yay, Skype! Chris Britton and... Okay, this is so irrelevant. I'm just going to cut it all out. Okay. Um, but crap, I haven't interviewed David. No, huh. you haven't. Okay. Uh, huh. oh, yeah. we, didn't <laughs> else. we didn't say anything else about that that wasn't cut out. Um, <laughs> but yeah, well, would you say there's a favorite moment that you've had writing for Vegas? Writing for Vegas. Um, oh. oh, let's see. Writing for Vegas, I remember... There's, there's a couple of things that I remember. We would uh, get in the car and we would write out full episodes in our heads uh, just while driving from point A to point B. Um, mm-hmm. At some points we would be, we had walked down, um, we had walked from Alicia's apartment to go get food at the uh the nearest like diner place and we hashed out the entire story of Abby and Robert but we were doing it very like soap opera over the top like mm-hmm. just you know like I, I I lost you in Eastern Europe and I found you here yeah type, type of thing, of thing. And we just we just lost our heads laughing so hard at the absurdity of it and then when we got back we wrote everything verbatim and it came back really sweet and kind of and we're like but we were laughing at the ridiculousness of these lines like 
when we wrote them and they came out it's just it, the the idea of like laughing our heads off at how ridiculous these things are and then coming back and seeing how beautifully they all got put together in this soap opera form is just i miss i i really liked that i miss it mm-hmm. so ladies and gentlemen i give you jeremiah mccoy and marley norton yep. and i'm dropping a lot of names okay you are. um and would you say you have a moment that was the toughest to write yes as i sit here like staring at the microphone eyeing it like afraid of what's going to come out um or do you not is that not something you want to share yet um i had i had a moment uh things were going very badly in my life at the time where i was writing and we were writing episode um 33 which is consequently the last episode that's up that was put out um i was having a very hard and difficult time in my relationship and just everything i had was feeling was pouring in and i was weeping and crying while i was uh writing it it was uh it was hard um, and then it only got worse when I had to record it a month later. <laughs> oh yeah. Right. Um, but it made for really good, like it, writing. it made for really good acting and writing. Mm-hmm. Um, there are other things that I not really, I mean, there, when you write in close quarters with someone and you try and write three or four episodes at a time, there are bound to be, uh, arguments mm-hmm. and Alicia and I have had some rip snorters <laughs> but that's an interesting word rip snorters rip, rip snorter <laughs> that sounds like a terrible English private investigator <laughs> <laughs> it was the case of the rip snorter <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Oh, my headphones. <laughs> I lost them. Okay, they're there. Oh. Is that right, Detective Rich? <laughs> oh, God. I don't, I don't know. Oh, God. Constable rips to say. <laughs> and they don't carry guns. Stop! Or I'll tell you to stop once more. <laughs> <laughs> Why is this tabula rasa? I don't know. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, this is where Jack Hawk and I giggle insanely for like seven minutes. I hope you enjoy it. Okay. So that's Vegas. (laughs) (laughs) You needed a character name, dude. (laughs) It's yours, Jack. You can have it. (laughs) 
Oh my god, this is gonna become a seminar script. It has to. <laughs> I don't know who we're gonna get to be in it, but we'll do. <laughs> okay, ah. right, we'll, we'll 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 work this we're, out. We'll write it we? together. We can do this. I'm here we for are, you. We are composed now. Okay. okay. <sighs> Sorry. Um. <laughs> I'm no. I'm saying. I'm saying. Okay. Um, sort of. Uh, I'll try an episode for a seminar. <laughs> I was in the line. <laughs> you were in the line. You were in the line. I, yeah. Sarah. Sarah, Sarah in the line. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit more about that. How was that? It was kind of a one-parter. It was a one-parter. Uh, I got to die burn to death that was fun um yay yay um i got to burn to death alongside my daughter yes always fun uh yeah um who's who's kind of built up a name for herself on her own but that's a different interview yeah i'm sorry Guys, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're we're done. Okay. Um, but yes. So why don't you? Um, this is your time to pimp your other show that you work on. Uh, right. <laughs> show do I work on it? That's right. I work on Tim the Vampire at yes, RarCreations.com. Uh, I co-created it with Christy Plackin. I co-write it with Christy Plotkin. Uh, Whom you know from... If you you guys are looking for any sort of, like, idea, go back and listen to the things she's written for Seminar. They're interesting. Yeah. The Lollipop lollipop Killed, I think, is my favorite. Uh, Spaced Out and The Hot Dog Diet. Oh, Spaced Out. Oh. Yeah. Just, just... An hour, it seemed like, of, of... uh, James Rossi losing James his shit Rossi. in the microphone. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just losing his mind for an hour. It seemed incredible. It was incredible. He won a he won a penny for it. He did. Uh, yes. So good on him there. Um what else? Uh there was yeah, Tim the uh, Vampire. Tim the Vampire, right. Uh Christy Plotkin and I we der, we we created it she produced it we write it um she directs it she's in it i'm in it a bunch of other people are in it um that's where there's natasha young dixie stenberg jones yes uh damroth actually natasha ariel damroth that's her name yeah not bad yeah, not bad. Uh, she's in it. Uh, I said not bad because oh, I'm bad. constable. <laughs> <laughs> constable rips door. <laughs> constable rips door. Audio release. <laughs> this is where you find out that I can't do every accent on the world. Oh God, I'm never ever gonna get cast as anything. Um... <laughs> It's late. It is. Um, yeah, um, a lot of people are in Tim the Vampire. 
Um, there's uh, there's only one episode out, but it won awards and was nominated for lots of them. And we were flabbergasted. We're like, but we wrote this because we wanted to make ourselves laugh. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it, it turns out that it made a whole bunch of other people laugh, too. Um, uh, and we were stunned. Um, let's see. It's got, like I said, myself, uh, but I don't come in until episode three. Um, it's got my daughter in it, but she doesn't come in until episode six. Um, and there's only one episode out so far, but it's got, um, uh, Sam Haft, Alexio Gutierrez, uh, uh, Lisa Breen. Um, it's got Dark Wolf. It's got Sean Chiplock. It's got it's got so many people in it and uh it's really funny um full of filthy language so it's not meant for sharing with your seven-year-old son as you drive to church because it's not wholesome no it's not it's not wholesome it's not safe for work it's not safe for humans but it's funny and it's meant to offend everyone on an equal level so uh yeah Oh, good. Yay. Um, and they can find that at rarcreations.com? Yeah. How's that spelled? How do you spell rar? Uh, R-A-R creation.com. Oh, okay. Well, I, th- I pictured it with a W. Yeah. Um, it it do- I, I didn't pick the domain name, but they did. So there you are. <laughs> it's all right. What are you going to do? Constant. <laughs> 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 We're done. We're done. I'm ending okay, this now. And on that note, thank you for joining me, Renee. All righty, bye. Rip snorter. Rip You guys can catch uh, Renee. Oh, crud. Where for this? You can catch Renee in the next episode of The Kingery, Season 5, Episode 12, Illumination. It's over. It's over. It's over. Just the interview. It's over. Coming out Monday, July 16th, the series finale of The Line. Series finale, you check it out, it's awesome! Go, go, go! Kitty, I know this is bizarre, leaving you a voicemail, when I know you'll be back in a couple of hours. Next time, across the line. It's just beginning. The solstice rises, the sun is up. The light... There's a figure in flight. It's... So this is all kinds of terrible. I just... I needed to make sure you could hear me. Hear my voice when I tell you I love you with all of my soul. With all of my being. With all that I am. Whatever I am. You gonna be alright out there? Eventually, I'm sure. I, I know there's a part of me that is Ruth. That is your family. And that part of me makes me realize everything I've done. Kill her! Then your place as the warrior is complete! I am honored to stand by the Great Legion. No, Tom! No! This is not your path! This isn't your place! The lives I destroyed, the pain I caused, I regret every moment. I'm wow for what he's preparing to do. I've been watching for years, waiting for one of you to do something useful down there, to stop them. I cherish the life I had with you and my husband and my children. 
I love you very much, Kitty. She is stronger than anything you've ever fought. You need to bring her down to your level. The Line, Arc 2, Episode 16, Angelus, Part 5. Dear God, I don't know what more you want from me. But if you've been listening, if you've been paying attention to what's been going on here, then you'll know you owe me. I've done everything you've asked. So please help. I'm so very sorry. It's all right, my child. In war, there are always casualties. The finale reincarnates on Monday, July 16th, 2012. Only at PendantAudio.com. Coming out Wednesday, July 25th, episode 33 of Genesis Avalon. Sometimes it's the things we say that hurt the most. I had to tell him. I had to tell him about Tanya and oh my god. She was such a sweet girl. And sometimes it's the things we never said at all that do the most damage. Hey, hot stuff. <laughs> You're late. Only because I know you'll wait, Libby. I got you wrapped around my little finger. And sometimes there are no right words to say or hold back. Sometimes they're just words. <laughs> I'm not a puppet. Some will be shaped, some will be made, and others will be broken. In Genesis Avalon, issue 33, they all fall down. Where will you be when it all comes tumbling down on Wednesday, July 25th, 2012? Only at PendantAudio.com. Show is almost done. Yay! <laughs> Phew! Oh, we finally made it. We had so much to talk about. I thought we'd never get here. It's the end of the show. Yep, you got yourself a show here. So anyway, uh, yeah, we'll be back again in three weeks. Uh, it would have been two, but then that's an off week, you know, because we don't have a show that week. So we'll be back in three again. We're still working out some scheduling issues. We're getting Please it all going. Once us. we get back to November, we'll, we'll have a new show every single week for y'all. So that's coming up. You know, we just got to get the shows going. <laughs> We're just skewing Southern. <laughs> I don't know why. You're like, y'all. You know what's up? <laughs> and you know what? You are real important to us. You just real. hang in there, all right? That's right. Now I'm going to go get It's going to be Judah. okay. Mm. <laughs> I'm offending like half the country right now. It's terrible. <laughs> We're sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know what I'm doing. I think that's pretty obvious in most aspects of my life. 
<laughs> be sure to stop by the website at pendantaudio.com, the Yahoo group at groups.yahoo.com slash group slash pendant, the Live Journal community at community.livejournal.com slash pendant audio, the Facebook page at facebook.com slash pendant audio, the Twitter feed at twitter.com slash pendant web, and the Tumblr at pendantaudio.tumblr.com. We'll see you back here in three weeks. This is Susan Bridges. And Jeffrey Bridges. Thanks for listening. Well, now what? It was too funny before the end, and now this could never live up to what we just did. That was hilarious, if I may say so myself. Hmm. I think that was pretty good, huh? Think you can't do Benny better? Is that it? Benny better? No, I, I'm not going Benny to better. do Benny better. I'm not interested. Y'all come back now, you hear? Stop! They're gonna hate us. Oh. Mint juleps. All want to be happy together, and I'll hug everybody, and yay. I can't believe you're still talking. <laughs>